So first thing I want to say is that uh, we have two shout-outs to do this week. We sure do. So I want to I want to give a, a nice quick shout-out to uh, my friend Casey, one of my longest friends. And uh, I also want to give a quick shout-out to Brianna for sending us a little bit of money to help with our podcast. They both took the time to give us a $10 donation, which can be found on our link tree. And there are several tiers for you to look at. Uh, Any money that you donate is appreciated, and we will definitely show our gratitude. Uh, The money will be going toward improving the podcast and making it better for everybody who's listening. Yeah, so we will be able to reward you for helping us. So, like you said, there's a couple of different tiers. I think we have four in total. Uh, something like that. So, um, but uh, I just want to say thanks. So, you guys are awesome. We really appreciate you guys taking the time to listening to what we have. I've actually known both of you guys for several years now. And for you to be able to contribute to this podcast really shows like your dedication as friends. And I really appreciate it. So you guys are awesome. So that being said, we're going to move on. And I want to talk about a little bit of alcohol. <laughs> Please do. So my favorite drink is what we're going to be talking about today. This dog is about to fall off the couch. <laughs> Hi. Nice to meet you. So the drink you made for me today is actually my favorite alcoholic drink. It is a mixed drink uh, of bourbon and some lime juice. Do you want to talk a little bit about it? So what you have today is the Kentucky Mule, which is a uh, more Kentucky version of a Moscow Mule uh, using your favorite bourbon, uh, simple syrup, a healthy amount of lime juice, and ginger beer mixed together will produce the Kentucky Mule and your favorite. I also want to say that it's not my favorite bourbon that we use today because that honor belongs to the great, the great Buffalo Trace bourbon. Um, Today we used a little bit of Blade and Bow, which I really, really like. We talked about that on on a different episode uh, when our episode for um, B comes out. We talk about Buffalo Trace and how absolutely astonishing it is. Again with the eating of the mic. The only sound that I want to hear. That's the last sound you need. <laughs> it needs to be full, not empty. You're absolutely right. Okay, on to the topics. Hi, my name's Ace. And my name's Aria. Welcome to Topics A to Z. So today we just thought we'd do a fun episode and kind of talk about just uh, some fun stories from our uh, our youth. <laughs> what youth there was. If there was any. If there was any. So um, in the background, I'm sure you can hear 
Bless you. That was rude. You be nice to my grandchild. Sir, this is my dog. <laughs> my grandchild. Leave it alone. <laughs> he's a he's a him, not an it. He's offended. He looks so offended. He looks so offended. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm an animal lover, as you might be able to tell. They can't. I've had a lot of dogs in my time, and uh, Coda here might be the best one I've ever had. He's a good boy. So in the background, you might also be able to hear my bird, George. Uh, George is a female, Nande Conyer. Um, I, uh, I got her when I was very young. She is old enough to drink. As it turns out, she is about 22, I believe. So she's uh, fed her a long time. She's about halfway through her life. Nande Conyers live about... You know, 50 years or so, 50 to 60. Um, a lot of, like, if you look online, it actually says that their uh, their lifespan is about 20 years, but everybody I've ever talked to that has raised them says they live like 50. So I'm probably going to have to put her in my will. There's a good potential. She that. might actually outlive me, <laughs> depending on how healthy I stay. <laughs> or lack thereof. Well, yeah. Um, so I got her when I was real little. Um, as I've said in the past, I'm actually from Georgia. Um, there was a time in my life where um, I did not live in the great state of Kentucky. Um, unlike Ohio, it's not the state of corn. <laughs> Don't talk ill of the corn. The corn will come for you. <laughs> Children of the corn. So, um, in Georgia, there is a lot of um, really, really bad city. I am from Macon, which is like the most run down town you have ever seen. Um, Macon's actually a big city. It's literally at the heart of Georgia. The nickname of the town is the heart of Georgia because it's literally like, aside from Atlanta, it's the center of everything else that goes on, goes on in Georgia. Um, all the interstates like intersect in Macon and kind of like go around it. So very much like we're from there's a there's a big there's a big round road that kind of goes around it and it's actually uh, uh, unlike our road that goes all the way around our town here it actually is all interstate so you can go a bunch of different directions from Georgia man my dog is just so in love with you right now he's like almost knocked <laughs> Distractions aside, um, Macon is a very rundown town. It's a it's a city, not really a town. Um, so highlights of Macon include uh, crime <laughs> and the jail that is literally right next to the uh, the mall. The jail, right next to the mall. That could absolutely be wrong. I haven't been in Macon in a long time, and uh, I, I seem to remember that the jail was like right downtown. Um, right off the interstate is the uh, the hospital that I myself was born in, and um, we did all of our shopping at the Kroger. That's like right next to that. I believe it was a Kroger. I have no idea. 
I have I a lot. I didn't have these fancy Kroger's growing up. They didn't exist in Ohio. Does what do you mean they didn't exist in Ohio? The center of Kroger is literally Cincinnati, which is the edge of Ohio. Yeah. I lived Ken- up toward Cleveland, where they don't exist. Kentucky literally just claims Cincinnati. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, at this point, like Cincinnati it belongs to Kentucky. Like mis- we, I mean, it might as well. We've pretty much claimed it. Did you know that people in Cincinnati get in-state tuition to the University of Kentucky? Yes. That is crazy to me. Most in-state universities here um, get, if you're from Cincinnati, you get in-state tuition. And it's to, uh, what's what's the college that's in Cincinnati? Um, I don't I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I honestly have no idea because I don't care enough about Ohio to think about it. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> people from Ohio try not to think about it either. Why they come down here and they all drive like assholes. You're welcome. <laughs> Figured we'd bring a piece of Ohio with us. Um so I mean like Yeah. Georgia is uh an interesting place. The the road that I lived on, um I didn't I didn't remember it as a kid, but the road that my my uh, my family lived on was a uh it was actually down a dirt road. I lived just on the outside of like Macon area. Oh yeah. Are you having fun? This dog it might as well just be high because like he is enjoying himself so much. You're welcome. Thank you for entertaining my pup. That's what I do. His teeth are all crooked. It's okay. We need to get you some 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 doggy braces. So, so where's the fun that this episode is supposed to include? You know, honestly, I think this is just an episode talking about, you know, my unfortunate circumstance. <laughs> so be I, I honestly, like, I don't mean to talk shit about where I'm from, but... Please, please start. I literally just hated that city. <laughs> Go on. I didn't, I didn't live there that long. My dad was recruiting out of the high schools down there when he met my mom. Uh, my dad was a uh, United States Marine. And he was a recruiter in uh, in his late military career. And my brother introduced my parents, as awkward as that sounds. <laughs> my, my brother was about 16 and decided that he wanted to go into the Marines and absolutely decided not to do that. He ended up going into the Air Force. But he brought the recruiter home, introduced him to his family. Uh, my mom had three kids at the time. Please, please ignore the 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 sound of my my dog's like lips smacking because like it's like you know what this sounds like to me. When you take it's a like f- good macaroni and cheese. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. Okay, Absolutely. so there's been a little bit of alcohol consumption. This dog is so happy. He got the biggest smile. But uh, but yeah. So my my brother introduced my parents, and my brother wrote a book about it. Yeah, I heard how that went. I mean, I liked the book because it was a little bit of history about my brother that like I didn't know. So there's that, and um, like the first whole chapter is about how my parents met, which is really cool to me. It's a it's a little bit of family history that not everybody is comfortable sharing because now my parents are no longer together. 
and uh, I think my mom's oldest kids don't really talk to her anymore. Um, I know I know they don't uh, because I've had conversations with them. I'm close with all of my siblings. At least I I hope so. Please talk to me. <laughs> what, would you, what would you like my response to be, sir? No, no, no. no. I'm talking to my siblings. Please, please, please talk to me. I miss you guys. I try to be weird. It's fine. So anyway, um, yeah. So once I feel like everybody just kind of got out of Macon because, like, my brother no longer lives in Macon. He he moved uh, he moved north. My sister, when she got into the Air Force, ended up going and getting stationed at Hawaii, which is. Outrageous to me. Why? Because I never got to go. I mean, that's. And I was so upset. That's a, a series of unfortunate events. A series of unfortunate lives. Welcome to our episode. No, but like, um, she 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 lived in Hawaii for four years, and uh, my niece is actually a year older than I am because my sister and my brother are quite a few years older than I am, and. Are you good? Hmm. Bro. Are you drunk? <laughs> Having a moment. Are you good? <laughs> Don't look at me like this. <laughs> Come back and get some love. Come here. That's what I thought. So yeah, uh, my sister moved out to uh, Colorado. And that's where she lives. And like, I'm so jealous. I see all the photos of all the shit that they get into out there. And, like, I love how Colorado looks. Yeah, you should go visit. I should go... Hi. I should go move. I should just move out there. You should go with me. No. Bring bring Mom. No, I don't think so. No? She ain't going nowhere. Oh, sad day. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's a little bit about my life. Uh, I don't know where my other sister lives. But, yes. like... Shouldn't you know where your family lives? She moves around a lot. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know where she lives. So, all of my older siblings have at least one girl. My sister, my old, my my youngest older sister, now has a girl. So you need to hurry up and work on that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Gotta have a family first. I'm working on that one. We're getting there. We are getting there. So yeah, uh, you want to talk a little bit about your life and how your life's going? <laughs> kind of the history of... <laughs> there, there's not much history involved there. Uh, I was born in the, the great uh, corn pile of Ohio uh, near Akron. And if for you people that don't understand where that is and only know Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland. I am between Columbus and Cleveland. Is there anything else in Ohio? No, no, those three actually don't exist either. It's just a construct. Oh, so it's like the Matrix. Yes, exactly. Ohio is just a glitch in the United States and most people try and forget about it if possible. I definitely try not to think about it. (laughs) How do you think we all feel when we live there? 
Um, Good point. I grew up with a small family uh, in North Canton, Ohio, um, which for me seems small, you know, compared to the bigger cities. But moving to Kentucky, I realized that everything was much larger there than it is here. The average graduating high school class is like 40, 50 people. Mine was like 450 uh, Are you serious? Yes. Dude, I had like 900 people in my graduating class. And that was a small class. Yeah, but I tell people I had 400 plus in my graduating class here and they can't even process. That's like no people. Man, you start you start getting into like high school relationships and it's like, man, we all dated the same person. Wait, there was high school relationships? I think I missed that part. Oof. Uh, you guys are soulmates. I lived an uneventful life up until uh, I decided I was going to join the military. And then pretty much my life was a blur until I got out. (laughs) How'd you and your wife meet? We met on Facebook. uh, And there was a group that we had started talking in. And it just kind of hit off from there. And not only was she a saint for putting up with the the atrocity that I am as a person, but she managed to hang on during my time in the military. And that kind of told me right then and there that she was the one for me. And you guys got married? We did. We got married uh, on thanks, pretty much uh, close to Thanksgiving. How many times? Twice. Why'd you get married twice? <laughs> so at the time, I thought I was going to be deployed, and I didn't want to leave my wife high and dry after getting married, or well, while we were engaged. So we had a paper wedding, unofficially. Well, officially, uh, that was kind of really small, and just so I could have her tied to my uh, military benefits. And then when it turns out that my unit was pulled from deployment, I figured I owe her, you know, what any girl wants, and that's a real wedding. So the next year we had planned and had a actual traditional wedding so she could have her special day. That's very noble. I like that. Did you have anything fun happen while you were in the military? Almost every day was a fun story of some kind. So what I really want to hear is your favorite story. Your least favorite story. Oh, hell. Or, like, the best thing that happened to you and the worst thing that happened to you. And then if you have anything, like, bad that's happened since then, like, you want to talk about that? I mean, the military is really what you make of it. And some people have the worst experiences. Some people have the best. I enjoyed my time in the service. I had a blast. I actually was sent to basic at Fort Benning, Georgia, and spent time down there. I absolutely loved the post. Um, I'm sorry that you were in Georgia. Yeah, most people were too. Uh, the clay has come and stuck with me. I still have uniforms with clay attached. I like I like to I like to think that I was just born from clay and that I I don't necessarily have any parents like. Yeah, see, my, see, I have I have a very molded. I have a very strange relationship with my parents. My dad doesn't speak with me as much as I would like that to change. Um, my mom actually is uh, is talking to me a whole lot here recently. Um, over the years, it's been kind of estranged, but um, 
because I was living with my dad for most of my life. It's I only get to see my mom every couple of years, and I think now it's been like two and a half years. I think my birthday will be two and a half years, or two two years since I've seen her, rather. Um, so after that, I went to Fort Lee, Virginia, and uh, did my job skill training, which was 91 Foxtrot Armament and Artillery Repair, where I got to learn the Army's greatest job, which is playing with guns all day. I do enjoy playing with guns. Absolutely, and getting paid by the government to do just that. I was never paid. Uh, you're you're missing out. You know, but, I I would I would honestly think that, um, if I were to be able to get paid to play with guns, it would be in a setting where I can just use other people's money to be able to pay for the ammo because ammo is really expensive. That's what I did. I used your tax dollars to pay for my ammo. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you assume I pay tax. <laughs> oh, that's... I'm just kidding. He's not. Sorry. Um, I was I was a little late on one payment. Look, mm. I have always paid my taxes. That we know of. The IRS isn't isn't investigating me, so I think I'm okay. Although after this episode, that may change. <laughs> kind of get swatted. God, please don't. Uh. But I had a very eventful, uh, after training, the first two years being training involved, I had a very eventful uh, six years um, with some really good people. Uh, I got to do a lot of things. I traveled all over the country, uh, seen some really cool places, uh, went to the desert in California, uh, the Mojave Desert. Uh, there is nothing but death there, and it's about as accurate as you'd think it is. And shot some cool guns, blew some stuff up, drove a whole bunch of vehicles. I, I enjoyed every single minute of it. So while we're while we're on the topic of things you enjoyed, um, did uh, were there any like guns that the military used that you just absolutely loved shooting every time they brought them out? Well, we didn't get to bring them out a whole lot. <clears throat> Just you know, circumstances. But it would probably have been the Mark 19, which is a belt-fed grenade launcher. That's exactly what I hope you were going to talk about. <laughs> this gun is over 100 pounds in total. Uh, that must be uh, taken apart very precisely, or the whole thing will act like a giant child and just break down. It fires 40-millimeter grenades at just such a wonderful speed and all you're hearing is thunk 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 and then in the distance you just watch parking lots being created before your very eyes yeah pretty much Mm -hmm. it it is the walmart parking lot creator and it it, it does such a great job i would watch what you say because like they actually might swat us for saying some stuff like this please please don't think bad of us I mean, it's the honest truth that a 40 millimeter grenade raining down from the sky will clear, clear pathways like nobody's business, and that's why we only get to use them for short times during uh, overseas theater operations. You're a combat engineer's worst nightmare. Yes. Because you get to blow shit up, and they have to fix it. And we have such a love-hate relationship that way. <laughs> I love it. 
So what about uh, what about stories that you didn't enjoy? Was there any like situations that like you were put into that you just absolutely hated? Well, and like it's all right if the answer is no. I'm just curious. I really don't think. I mean, it was it, there was a lot of rough, you know rough patches, you know, where things got really difficult as to be expected. But I really didn't have bad experiences. Uh, I think the only thing I could say I probably could have done without was the repelling tower. Um, you don't like repelling? I don't like falling. And mm, that yeah. very much is very minimally controlled falling. And I just wasn't having it. Um, I don't believe that unless, you know, absolutely necessary, I should be descending at any velocity uh, from anything in, unless it's, you know, absolutely critical. <laughs> So putting me on a giant tower with a rope that I tied and telling me to trust it as I'm falling is not something I was too, you know, keen on doing. I mean, like, so when I was in Scouts, we, we did a lot with, like, climbing towers. And it takes a lot for me to get over the edge. Like, once I can get over that ledge and, like, put myself on the tower, like, I can't go back up, so I might as well go down. Like, it, it just, it takes me a minute. But I can do the climbing. Climbing's easy. It's the the falling. Okay, so I should I should preface the uh, the climbing tower it was half of it is climbing, and then you get up and then you have to walk the stairs up. I'll show you a picture of it sometime. You have to walk the stairs up to get to the rappelling side, which is twice the distance that you just climbed. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy. It. I have helped rig that tower so many times. Um, I am not an expert by any means, but I feel like if they asked me to go help, you know, set up the rigging or whatever, like I could, I could probably do it. We had a lot of fun doing stuff like that, and then like the climbing class that because I worked at a summer camp for uh, Boy Scouts, and they they would take that class every year to Red River Gorge, which is like some of the premier like rock climbing hiking in the world. You know, I get people that I've met all over the country through different scout events that are like, hey, man, have you ever been to Red River Gorge? I'm like, yeah, dude, it's my backyard. <laughs> so, like, you know, we go out there so often. Have you ever been out there? Mm-hmm. Dude, we got to go sometime. All right. Um, I love the gorge. I go camping out there all the time. All the time? All the time. All the time. Uh, backpacking out there, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Life's simple pleasures. Yes. I mean, seriously, like, if I can get out and just be one with nature, that's what I want to do. You should do it, man. I'm a go, go be a, a hermit up in the woods. Oh, my God. I would love that. <laughs> I also think I would hate that because I really enjoy, like, gaming. <laughs> so, like, I'd be out there for, like... You know, doing weekends at a time, like away from technology and away from cell signal, like that's nice. I really enjoy that because it brings me back to my roots about like, like you said, life simple pleasures, and then just being able to come back, do the four S's, shit, shower, shave, shit, in that order. Yes, two of those were the same. The middle two were stressful, so you had to repeat. You're absolutely right. <laughs> no, usually it's shit, shower, save, sleep. But you ain't shaving no more. You're right. Now that I don't have to. That is true. It's the three S's. Shit, shower, <laughs> shave. Perfect. 
all you need. Or shit, shower, sleep. Excuse me. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. Usually it's in that order. Sometimes it's not. But uh, the gorge is a lot of fun. Um, I go out there backpack as often as I can. Uh, Scouts has really given me just an appreciation for nature that I don't think a lot of people in our generation have. No, they're too confined to the indoors nowadays that they don't know what being outside for fun looks like. Indoors, <laughs> indoors, indoors. indoors. <laughs> I'm glad that you immediately understood that. Absolutely. But, I mean, our days were spent where our curfew was coming on when the streetlights came on. And you weren't to come inside until then. And now, you know, the idea of playing outside as a child is kind of a lost art form. And, you know, honestly, like, when I was a kid, you talk about curfews when all the streetlights come on. I didn't get a lot of that as a kid. My dad was very protective as somebody who was um, hunting terrorists in the military. Like, he was very protective over his family. So, like, he was very strict as a parent. So I didn't necessarily get to do a lot of that running around. I always had to tell him where I was, who I was with. But once I got into scouting, he was like, he loosened up a lot. Because we, we joked one time that I went on a, a bike trip. We were going to go uh, mountain biking in Virginia. So the scout troop took off. We drove. It was, a, it was an extended weekend because of fall break. And every fall break, we would go out to Damascus, Virginia, and go on this thing called the Virginia Creeper. And it was a 52-mile bike trip. They drop you off at the top of the mountain, you drive to Damascus, you eat lunch. That's about a third of the way. And then you drive to Covington, which is like two-thirds of the rest of the trip. Um... Actually, I think my understanding is Covington is another third of the leg, and then you turn around and drive back from Covington to Damascus, uh, and that's the 52 miles. So there's a there's like a, a a bike shop outfitter out there that they let you come do. But like we would stay at a hostel, so like we would rent the hostel out. They would it's on it's along the Appalachian Trail. But yeah, my dad joked for a long time that it was funny when he got to work one day and was like hey where's Aaron at this weekend somebody asked him and he goes you know I actually don't know where they are and they were like well, you said he was going out of state you know you're going to send your kid out of state and you're not going to know where he is you know what the heck and my dad goes well I mean I know who he's with so like it doesn't matter but yeah um, that was a, that was a fun trip. It's down on the, uh, the Appalachian Trail. Um, and that is the correct way to pronounce it, if you ask any Kentuckian. Appalachian. It's Appalachian. Ish, Appalachian. It's Appalachian. Just like you guys in Louisville and Louisville. Um, it, it is neither one of those. <laughs> um, if, if you ask any... you say Louisville, I'm gonna slug you. The, uh, it was founded by the French. It was named after King Louis. No. The correct way to say it is Louisville. Absolutely not. I'll stand on this hill and die. <laughs> You're not even from here. I don't care. That's Every, why. Everybody, we, we know it is Louisville. Everybody else in the country says Louisville. No, they don't. 
because it was named after King Louis. I don't remember which King Louis because there well, was like guess what? This sixteen America, of them. So we're, we're gonna go Louis. Don't don't quote that. There might be more of them than sixteen or less of them. I have no idea. So, um, I mean, to be truthful, it's Louisville. 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 L U Ville. No. Louisville. No. You're missing so many letters that are not silent. <laughs> if you ask anyone in Kentucky, it's well, Louisville. I'm not going to. It's just like you mispronounce so many words here. It's just like A T H E N S Kentucky is Athens, Kentucky. Athens. Don't you dare. It's Athens, Kentucky. No, it's not. I don't know where you're getting the the extra pronunciation here. It's just like Okay, okay. Let 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 me also Athens. Let me also tell you that my name in Georgia is not Aaron. Yeah, it's Aaron. It's it's also not Aaron. My name in Georgia that my entire family called me is Aaron. Well, your all your family needs to be reeducated. You're absolutely correct about that. My my siblings are the only ones that call me Aaron because my dad threatened them within an inch of their life because my dad is from here. So that's also like my real name. I typically go by Ace when it comes to like my screen name and stuff, but uh, my name is Aaron. Nice to meet you. This is my dad, Chewy. It's not. (laughs) Incorrect. Try again. I'm Han. He's Chewy. Because you're twice as tall as me. And I'm constantly getting you out of stupid situations. Yes. That's why we work well together. I'm Han and you're Chewy. Sure, why not? So, I don't remember what I was talking about. No, that's all right. But, uh, anyway. I think I have stood on my soapbox long enough. It's all right. Now you can see what I see from this height. The air's thin up here, isn't it? I need about three soapboxes to be that tall. How t- how tall are you? Tell the tell our viewers. Uh, depending on what it is that I'm wearing on my feet, between six three and six four. Okay, so I am on a good day five seven. <laughs> you are far too tall. Believe me, I'm I have a well I have, aware of this. I have a low ceiling kitchen, and you're almost hitting your head on the ceiling. <laughs> Get a bigger kitchen. Get a bigger kitchen. I don't need a bigger kitchen. That kitchen is exactly the size it needs to be. <laughs> no, you're too you small. Just, you, I'm too small. You're too small. I'm going to need you to grow up a little. <laughs> Trust me, if that was an option, I'd, I would also be 6'3". You don't want to be. This is a terrible height. So I think that, uh, that unless you have anything you want to add. I think I'm good on this one. I think that about wraps up our topic. Well. Please join us next week. New episodes every Monday. My name's Ace. My name's Ariel. This has been Topics A to Z.